Welcome to the AFMG Podcast, brought to you by Attack From Ours Games. Listen as we probe topics about pop culture, nerd culture, and board games. Media. Say hi, hey, Joseph. And then um, tell us about Bookshop Media and what you guys do. So Bookshop Media is a media company that started off uh, doing podcasts back in 2016. It was me and a co-host on a podcast. And now we just make video. Now we do yeah. like videos and now we do audio services. We do social media, content marketing. Uh, it's kind of like all of it wrapped into one. Um, and we produce our own podcast as well. And one of them actually just celebrated its 10th episode for a season finale. I was going to say, you guys have like a big moment yeah, now. It was, our, like, <laughs> uh, it was our season finale. We did our 10th episode and we had nine people on one show. It was awesome. Jeez. And what's the podcast the, again? Uh, it's called Huzzah D&D Beyond the Rules. All right. Awesome. And then where can people find uh, That Huzzah is on iTunes on... and Spotify. Um, I know that we're on Simplecast, but not many people go to Simplecast to listen to things. So uh, the popular platforms would be iTunes and Spotify. I just found out what Spotify was. Re so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's a huge streaming platform, but I didn't know they actually did podcasts for the longest time. Yeah, I was like, uh, I only know like the podcast app on my iPhone. And then other than that, I'm like, okay, that's, I guess, the podcast thing. And then everyone's like, well, Spotify does it too. And I'm like, what's yeah, that? I'm still on Pandora. Oh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, so I actually don't even, uh, I don't pay for Spotify. I just use Pandora now because I can, I don't, I realized like growing up, I listened to a lot of music and then uh, I became an adult. And now I don't really listen to as much new music as I used to. So I don't pay for yeah. it. I, I just use Pandora. I'm at, I'm at that age where I've like given up on new music and now I just bitch about it. I'm like, it's not the same. <laughs> right. Doesn't it's not the same at all. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Those white those white claws are catching up on me right now. It's making me purple mm -hmm. a little bit. <laughs> it's a lot of seltzer. Uh so I wanted to actually team up with you and talk about this horrible quarantine. We're actually now um it's been announced we're doing this till May 26th. I don't know on your end of the world what you, where you guys are at. Are you guys extending yours or no? So I know that the um, quarantine's been extended through May, and then our all of our schools have been canceled uh, for the school year. We're not going back to work for Same quite some us. time. I'm actually a teacher by day, and then I have Bookshop Media, which is my business on the side. But we're not. I'm not going back to work or leaving my house for that matter until July. Uh, like, yeah. I, so I've got nothing better to do than the podcast the whole time. <laughs> yeah. See, I mean, I have like my day job still going. Apparently, CBD is essential worker. Uh, <laughs> everyone needs a way to calm Absolutely. down, so they use CBD. Um, we also have started doing hand sanitizer. So we got that going that on. Cross? I just designed a hand, hand sanitizer, sanitizer and CBD. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you could get CBD or you could cleanse your hands. Basically, <laughs> that's what I'm doing right yeah, now. Right. Everyone's like turning their businesses like, into then, hand sanitizer companies. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, as long as this works, I guess. Uh, so I'm only doing like half days, but it, I'm going crazy. Um, but I mean, as for Attack from Mars Games... We're struggling just like every other board game company right now. Uh, all of our cons have canceled. So all of the games that I pre-bought and 
it's different from like all these virtual um, conventions people are trying to throw. It's a great idea, good help, but I feel like it's different when you're walking around a con and for companies like mine that are not very well known, it you need that physical contact so you can communicate with people and a virtual convention isn't helping us. Right. So I wanted to talk about different ways we could help out other companies, other creatives in general yeah. during this Well, time. you and I have that in common. We hit the uh, convention scene to, to get our businesses out there. Panels is, is one way that we actually get our podcasts in front of people mm -hmm. to grow our audience. And you have, yeah. uh, I'm sure you set up a booth. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, we did have a few booths. This was our first mm -hmm. year to have a booth. And uh, that's my background I just I added. It, that's way. my backdrop. I, <laughs> I wanted my money's worth because we're not having any conventions. So I mean, like we're not using it at all or anything exactly. that I bought. So there goes my tax return. <laughs> <laughs> I want my money back. Well, you know, that's great. Like you're improvising and just like everybody else, like we have to figure out new ways to do this. And I'm, I'm actually spending more time on our shows than usual. Typically like huzzah is one of those things that we make and we put it out there, but everybody mm -hmm. involved has a day job. And so I'm, I'm, but now yeah. I sort of, but I do have this free time that I didn't have before and I can jump into the show and actually really fine tune and market it and put it yeah. in front of people and incentivize people. Like, I don't know, jumping on our Patreon to get involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to say Patreon. Um, a lot of people that don't really like listen to podcasts don't really know what that is. This is a great way to also support people. We have one. You guys have one. And what's yours it's under? It's just Bookshop Media. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then ours is under AFMG patron page podcast. Yeah. Uh, patron pages are ways for people to donate, basically to get different levels. And you could hear like, uh, you get benefits, like sneak peeks of episodes. And I don't know what you guys have your pack in your I was packages. actually going to ask you, uh, what, so how did you tier your Patreon page? I know he listened to us like talk like, yeah. oh, my Patreon page. These are the tiers that I offer. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. I don't remember, but I know it's like $5. You get like a tag from Mars patch. And then you'll also get like sneak peeks of our certain episodes um, and then of course, $10, you'll get actually during our podcast, we'll be doing the discord. Mm -hmm. So you'll see our texting back and forth interactions with, uh, people that listen to us. So if you want to listen to us and talk to us off the mm -hmm. podcast, that'll also happen. Um, nothing too interesting yet. We're trying to get enough money to where I could afford to pay Kyle <laughs> that's not here today to uh do more episodes mm -hmm. so instead of once a month do more than once right. a month but obviously game plans have changed since this quarantine's yeah. happened so this might be the main source of a lot of people's money it could be it very well could be so um we just recently and by we i always see we but typically it's just me making things <laughs> but um you say we, so it sounds like right. a team, you yeah. know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do that all the time. But, you know, I, I had to change up our Patreon, and I used to offer a $1, $5, and $10 uh, tier. And I realized that, mm -hmm. you know, peop, uh, it's not really worth it for a lot of people to get to pay a, a buck and, you know, catch yeah. up on a lot of stuff. 
So what I did was I um, I changed it to only five and ten dollars. And if you get if you pay five bucks a month, you actually get early access to literally every podcast I make. And not only that, but you actually get nice. the after show and the bonus content. That like so for instance, um, uh, Jeff and Jocelyn and myself, we're going to be making bonus content <laughs> and uploading it onto our Patreon. And with that, you pay five bucks a month okay. and you can listen to all of it's like a whole nother series, basically. I was gonna say that's a lot. You have a lot of podcasts yes. and you're gonna be making a lot of yes. content. So five bucks is like a good and not deal. Only that, but um, <laughs> if you're doing the ten if you do the ten dollar tier, of course you get all that extra stuff that you can listen to and kind of keep you occupied. But you actually get to mm -hmm. be a member on my Discord server. And that gives you like special oh, nice. permissions. You can hang with us because, like, me and you do the kickback every now and then. Yeah. So people can jump in, which is very entertaining. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, like we have our own. Just pay the ten dollars for the one entertainment. Yes, time. and it's like a, it's like a ticket to meet like all these other creative people, and you get to like sit. Yeah. And just, if you don't even want to talk, you just listen, you know. And we're all on Discord, just doing our thing. It's a lot of fun. I feel like I'm back in like the nineties when you do the group exactly. chats, when you're like on the telephone, you call your friends, you're like, okay, call Tiffany. And then everyone else is like on yeah, one line. I think we had um, seven different people on, but, and I mean, you have me on the audio video end, you've got you on the mm -hmm. board game end and you've got my like Parker, yeah. he's an actor and you've got, you know, uh, it's a lot of different, a lot of different yeah, people. Like <laughs> it's so fun. Many different people. And I think, um, but right now that's really, all that we can offer is just, you know, a really fun time on the internet. Otherwise, like, you yeah. can't go anywhere, so you just got to make the best of it. Exactly. That I mean, I've been trying to get, like, I'm trying to help other companies, too, with, like, sharing and like. Sharing and likes are free. It, it's, it's, it's hard to tell people. Sharing and likes are free. If you share, like, review, follow... Even if you're not into board games, you think your friends are into board games. I mean, I tend to share everyone's stuff most likely more than my own uh, by fault. <laughs> but I mean, like, if, if everyone's friends and family had a creative person or family member and they shared and liked their content, it would make the world of difference to get their name out and get them money. Absolutely. Like, it's just... It's just easy. Do you have a, another way that people could help so out? So I follow so <laughs> many different you. entrepreneurs just in my local community, and I learn from them. And God, one of the things that's really frustrating is when, you are, when you're an entrepreneur like me and you, and you're watching other yeah. people, you, you're trying to like take advice and synthesize that and find your own path. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes I hear, yeah. uh, I hear, you need to be a thought leader in your community. And I have found that to be the biggest <laughs> load of crap because nobody cares like what, what anybody has to say like half the time. Like they're going to, no matter yeah. what, they're all trying to make money. Like it's all the same stuff. Exactly. So, but what I have found is lifting other people up is totally free. Like mm -hmm. you liking and commenting and sharing one person's stuff yeah. could potentially expose it to 40 other people that's following you and you mm -hmm. don't even know it. And if you do that, you're you're creating a chain reaction of 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 inter of interaction and responsiveness, or you're at least planting the seeds for later. And you know, yeah. ultimately, I think that's what you and I've been doing together for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> I I tend to do that a lot on on uh, Twitter, and then also like if I 
bought or got someone's game off a of Kickstarter, I'll post pictures of their stuff. Like it's weird in the board game community. Um, a lot of people that aren't in the board game community, but enjoy playing board games and they purchase the games. They don't understand how much of an impact it is to actually take a photo or help out, like put the world word out there that, Hey, look, this is a fun game. Everyone get this game. Mm -hmm. Like it, it really has an impact. I feel like more people should do that, but they don't. Um, I have found TikTok because I'm old and <laughs> I started TikToking. Um, most of the content now on the Attack from Mars page, TikTok is not really game related because I'm right. bored. Um, and I mean, at this point, any content is better than no content. So I'm just loading it up full yeah, of crap. Well, you know, so um, you want to go where the people are. And if you build it, they'll come. But if you're not where they are, then they'll never find you. And so TikTok is a great place. I'm using it for my students right now because I'm a teacher. And I have to add you on TikTok. Oh, let's by do the it. Way. Let's do it. Um, I started yeah. making. Uh, I totally ripped this off. By the way, this is not my idea, but it was a um, an idea that I heard in another podcast uh, with Max Temkin. He's the creator of Cards Against Humanity. And he just, mm -hmm. he was like, I'm just going to make a podcast called Cable News. And it's going to be literally about cables, about <laughs> audio video cables. And I'm like, that's a great idea. And so I went on TikTok and I started making uh, cable news or mm -hmm. cable news with Mr. Fouts. And when I started doing that, all the kids were like, Mr. <laughs> Fouts, this is so funny. And I, I've, I mean, I've got like the most recent thing I put on there has like 800 views and it's, it's been on there for like a month. My my issue is trying to get people to follow mm. me. Like I get so many views, but like no one's following me. And I'm like, okay, I'm old. I could figure this out. Like, how do I get a follow? I and then I try to do the hashtags. I'm learning. I mean, most of it's of my dog, but right. well, so what if um if I had to suggest anything as far as like how to get a follower uh if you can unpack the word like okay so for they're following you for a reason and that means that they are yeah. basically expecting the same content all the time and so mm -hmm. if i made it uh an account called cable news with mr fouts then they they're gonna yeah. be tuning in every week to or however long uh to see that episode and they want to get a notification when that happens and so i think views are yeah. one thing but I think views are just an ingredient or a way of um, for mm -hmm. you to find out what's popular. Like, what are all these people tuning yeah. in for? And so if you've got a pattern of things that you do in all these different videos, that's the thing you need to make all the time. So more stupid videos about my board games talking. There you go. That's it. Okay. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yep. Um, and if you could, like, find a way to label it, like, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. Board game boredom I, with Liz, like whatever. Yeah, it's, it's just. I'm like, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to help out uh, a lot of other people during this time too. Uh, I feel like a lot of creatives have a lot of spare time, um, so I kind of put it out there that if anyone needed help, that I could help them. Also, I mean, we're we're trying to get our weed game up and running for kickstarter but i put a pause on that because like when is anyone doing kickstarter right now because like yeah it's not gonna everyone's happen. either out of a job or they're paused right. and it's super hard like uh 
I haven't heard anyone talking about Kickstarter since this whole quarantine. It would be started. very gutsy like, to get on Kickstarter right now. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a fan. It's of like putting a game up during. I'm not a hmm? fan of Kickstarter. I have mixed uh, feelings about it <laughs> for good mm. reasons. Uh, my first game, Summoned, kind of didn't get any backing, and then I canceled it, and then. Again, I tried to open it, but then unknowingly I opened it literally on the same day that throwing burritos from exploding kittens opened and it just totally destroyed yep. us. And I was like, okay, I'm going to cancel this. And then we went to Indiegogo. Yeah. I'm, so, I am skeptical of, of, of Kickstarter. Um, I have done, I've ran a Kickstarter myself and it didn't get funded. And if we have, I mean, mm -hmm. even with the money that got pledged, I could have used that and put yeah. it toward the project and at least rewarded the people that gave it to me. But you exactly. don't get to keep the money if you don't make it. So it, that's where Indiegogo shines. Yeah, that's, I mean, Indiegogo is nice because I used that money then for the people who really wanted summoned and for the people who followed us and it's that White Claw again. Jesus. <laughs> Killing me. Uh, so like, when people are supporting us, see, it's it's it's, it's like a, a hiccup, you know, or right. a sneeze. But this is a visual medium. Like the people that are listening, they'll never yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, no, they just think it's like a right. pause, it's a dramatic pause. <laughs> uh, but for Indiegogo, like people who really liked Summoned, because we went from a just a kind of generic drinking game to something fantastic, and that was because of Oliver followers and the people that supported us and gave us ideas because we're making games for people not just for mm -hmm. us so i mean we're open to telling us hey liz this visual sucks and then i'll remake a new one for you to like because you're the one who's paying money to play exactly. my game but but i mean like it it sucks we're short i think a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars last mm -hmm. time and we were just like you know what i'm not gonna take a chance I'm just going to stop it, go to Indiegogo, spend that money. Uh, I don't know. Is Kickstarter a big thing for podcasts? It's big for board I, games. I don't really I don't know. know this for I know that um, board games and card games and um, even like audio, video, like films and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe I don't know about podcasts. I know that Indiegogo is really good for podcasts and board games and things like that. But at the same time, I don't know why Kickstarter is the... I honestly, I think it has to do with Cards Against yeah. Humanity and all those guys getting on Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's everyone wants to be the next Cards Against Humanity. And by the way, I'm we're re-recording this because of my bad. I paused the podcast the first time. But I can't say nothing but good things about them. They have literally, like, supported me and my crazy ideas in my part like party games since i've started like they sent a personal email who does that when they're that big they like make sure that they touch like indie gamers everywhere and they help them out uh we're in their cafe the uh board game cafe in chicago we're one of the games in their library wow so we're a part of their local game area so i mean they help out everyone in a lot of creative industries it's it's crazy like i yeah i mean they they do a lot especially because they're in chicago they have a lot of like theater stuff mm -hmm. and i mean it's nuts like 
it's like the next virgin it's like the virgin company yeah, yeah. not a virgin like <laughs> but i mean it's like the next virgin company it's like they do everything and they do everything correctly it's yeah, crazy i've always been a fan of uh, max temkin um his podcast mm-hmm. with uh, Patrick Rothfuss is actually one of the reasons I started going into podcasts because I just liked the way that that podcast was done. And I had been listening to shows before that, but there was something about just him and an off, like a really famous author and getting on yeah. the phone together and having a conversation. And they, for some reason, I just really got into that. And <laughs> ever since then, I started following Max, trying to just learn like what is what is what is his thing like how does he just always seem to (laughs) hit it like what is the deal and i i still really don't get it i still don't really know so i just try to learn from what i've heard yeah i mean i feel like they just it's the just their giving attitude is they learn from people that they make money from Mm -hmm. like i mean and everyone should Mm -hmm. do that and that's the whole basis is if you start making stuff just for Mm -hmm. yourself you're not going to succeed in this. Uh, I mean, there is a lot of things that my parents would wish I made kid games and it's hard to explain to them that I just made a devil drinking game and a weed game. Not sure where I could fit kid games in the middle of that, but, um, I were thinking, but this is like in the very far future of doing like pod kids like pod people but pod kids and doing like a kid extension of yeah. games uh and i would love my niece to get involved because she's as weird and crazy as i am That's so great. god god only knows what's gonna come of that uh i mean i'm hoping that one day my niece will love to take over this this weird company of mine you never know <laughs> and yeah i mean i i hope to inspire children I mean, we do a lot of drinking games, but also it's board games and other well, games. Well, listen, if you made uh, anything else, it wouldn't be you. Like, this is who this is who yeah. you are. And, like, if I didn't make podcasts and videos and, like, content uh, for the internet, I wouldn't be yeah. me. Like, that's it's just who we are. Exactly. We're great and weird. Yes. Uh, we're going to pause for a minute. I already have a commercial that's going to pop up. And then we're going to start all over Sweet. again. Ship for Brains is a game born out of the love for bar trivia and the hate for boring facts. This trivia game comes with categories such as drugs, man, bodily functions, sexy time, and more. You can grab a copy at the AFMG store on our website, www.attackfromarsgames.com. But, uh, all right, so we're back. I actually wanted to talk about, um, so what was the last board game you've played? The last board game that I played was, uh, if it wasn't summoned, actually, it was, um, <laughs> what? My yeah, game? no, really. No. Oh, I, I show it to everybody. <laughs> nice. Yeah, thank absolutely. you. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think the last board game that I played was probably somewhere in the Catan area or, Okay. Yeah, something like that. 
your board game collection is probably way more impressive than mine. Mine's like Monopoly, Walking Dead. No, Risk. that's literally no. I, actually, it's all classic games. Um, if anybody. Oh, but you decided you're like Catan. You know, just I, I don't even remember where I played it. I think I played it with um maybe some students or um I always keep a chessboard in the classroom because I love playing chess with the kids. But mm. I think it was probably Catan, and I don't know why I'm saying that, but um. If it wasn't that, then it had to be summoned. And I know that um, I my board game collection is not that impressive. I like we have a little shelf yeah. that's got games on it, but it's a lot of classics. Now you want to know someone in our realm that I know that has a lot of yeah. games. Jeff Wilson, uh, dude, yeah. his board game. He see he seems like he would have a lot of board so games. So many board <laughs> games, and he knows everything about them. I mean, so I got really into Villainous uh, when it first came out. Kyle played with me, and this was, like, the first game, I'll be honest, that I played that was a legit, like, we're going to study this pamphlet and figure out how to play it kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Ooh, White Claw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> White Claw is the drink of quarantine, by the way. <laughs> There's, like, a pause. Everyone is drinking White Claw. <laughs> It's on TikTok. Everyone's drinking it. It's like a pause and you go, mm, White Claw. Like it, that, they are the sponsor yeah. of this, mm, this episode green. of a, the Attack from Mars podcast is brought to you by White yeah. Claw. <laughs> brought to you by White Claw. Feel free to mail free Please, cards to me. That'd be great. This. Please. I need it. I need that gas. But uh, after playing Villainous, We've all decided that we're not going to switch villains because we've just studied that one. But I want to get the extensions. And it, I feel like my non-gamer friends, when it comes to games like that, it's super hard for them because they don't want to read the directions. And they're just like, this is a lot. Right. And it is a lot. Uh, but I played Fireball Island. Now, have you heard of Fireball I Island? Mm -mm. I played this as a kid. It's a uh, a game basically where you're trying to get this gem on this like Indiana Jones kind of style game where it's like 3D and you're climbing a mm -hmm. mountain and there's a skull on the top that spits out fireballs. So if your character gets knocked down by the fireball, you have to like go back and like you're basically racing and trying to tackle each yeah. other, but you also have cards that are helping you with like your moves and stuff. Uh, they remade it and put it on Kickstarter, of course. Uh, <laughs> so now it's huge. Um, there's like extensions and this game takes up like a whole coffee mm -hmm. table. It, it's absolutely nuts. But I mean, if it's just two players, you could play like four people at a time. I mean, it, it's super easy and I'm obsessed with the game. Uh, you have to look it up. They can't even keep up with uh the mar like the merchandise because basically if you go to a car like a game uh cafe or whatever, it took me a month to get it and it was like $79, but it was worth wow. it. <laughs> That's how big the game is. It's like ginormous. That's crazy. It's huge. And I can't believe I've never heard but look it. Up. I mean, look it up right now. Hold on. I wanna let's do this. I'm gonna look fact, it up. I'm gonna fact look it check. Fine <laughs> Fireball Island. By the way, super disappointed mom and dad uh the original fireball island was a 90s game which i used to own and it is worth 400 dollars. we sold it at a yard sale for one dollar 
Like, I remember being so mad. And I mean, between that, my parents also sold our Nintendo and our Sega and our Power Glove for like a dollar each. And that crap is like worth a lot of money. (sighs) This game, it looks super fun. There's so much. Are you looking at the newer version of it? I assume this is the newer version. It looks like it's modern. It's got to be the newer version then. It's huge. It's got three pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you go like on a helicopter and like, I enjoy like throwing the fireballs down at people and trying to like knock them down. This is bananas. <laughs> See, I was broke. Like when I was a kid, we couldn't afford all this. Like, I, uh, what was that? <laughs> the, like, like mousetrap? I think it was. Yeah, oh, uh, mousetraps are always broke. Oh, we could not. Aff- no, my parents were like, "Oh no, we can't get that." No, 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 no. <laughs> They're like, "We're sticking with Monopoly." Right. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't think I played Monopoly until I was much older. Like, I if I had a board game, it was because like another relative had gotten it for me, and it was. But it was a classic. I, I think so. I don't know who got us Fireball, but I had a friend that wanted to play Mall Madness all mm-hmm. the time. Oh, so fucking lame. I was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to play. I would play it just so we could play Fireball Island. Right. Like, that's how obsessed I exactly. was. Exactly. Exactly. What was your favorite board game uh, as a kid? Um, I think my favorite would have been, actually, it's called Wahoo. You're going to think this is crazy. Can I show Wah- you Wahoo? What? Okay, show me Wahoo. Me uh, he's use wait you have it. He's got he's got the game Wahoo. Is it the original from your childhood? Actually, it's better. <laughs> All right. This the, is the anticipation. What the is fuck Wahoo. is that? Jumanji? What? <laughs> what is that? This is the game it's from my childhood. Just, just just so everyone knows who's just listening and not watching, it's a giant ginormous board and it's got like a like a bunch of peg like a holes uh-huh. in it that are different colors it how big is that board so this <laughs> thing's probably about two feet uh long two feet wide so it's a perfect square it is made oh my out of an african wood um my uncle's it's, a woodworker does all the boards look like Can that we- does all the boards look yes, like that? But the, so Wahoo is a game that my uncle invented, but it's basically like sorry. Okay. And, and it's a family gift. This is something that he makes because he's a woodworker. And so he makes the board and it looks like a giant um, red cross like outline. And yeah, it, that's, and that is the board that your pieces go on. And then the only way you can get onto the board is by getting them off of your lane. Kind of like in sorry. Mm-hmm. But okay. the difference is that, he only makes them for family, and we used to play this growing up, and the, the fun part is throughout your whole life, what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do is collect the, the marbles and the pieces that go to the game on your own, So you but they have to be in sets oh, wow. of five. Wow. That, he should, like, get that, make that a thing. Like, why, why is that not well, a it thing? it takes him so long to make it, and he's got to find the right wood. Um... You know, as it stands, I've got actually a little scuff right here. That's kind of disappointing, but I mean, it, it's cool that you have to get your own marbles. Yes, I, I'm not that old, but me and my brother used to collect marbles mm-hmm. all the time, but we never played it. It was like, uh, 
I don't know. We grew up Italian, so we always wanted to gamble. <laughs> so, like, it was another gambling piece. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's my favorite board game. That's crazy. That's, I mean, that's a really fancy board game. It's, <laughs> you know, honestly, but if you think about it, it it's really not, like, particularly involved. Um, the, the, the problem, honestly, was acquiring it. And I had asked him, like, make me a Wahoo board. Like, I want a Wahoo board. And yeah. he's like, I'll get around to it eventually. I got, he's got kids, you know, <laughs> which are my cousins. And eventually, uh, you know, this actually, it's funny. My mom, this past Christmas, went to my uncle and was like, hey, mm-hmm. are you going to make Joseph a board game? Oh, the Wahoo board. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Okay, I'll get on it. And he did. And this was my he's got like a- big gift. He's got like an underground board game. It's like only a select, it's like Fight Club. Only a select few could have yep. it. It's a very nice board too. It reminds me of, um, since I moved to Wisconsin, I've been introduced to Cribbage. Do you know what Cribbage is? really familiar. It, it's got like pegs and you're pegging a wood board. And then there's, it's like blackjack, but you're counting to 15. And there, it's like a card game with, you're tracking it with pegs and people get crazy with the boards and how fancy they are. And that's what kind of what that kind of resembles is that like kind of custom board. Yeah, look. I've seen this. I've seen, this. I've never played it, but I know, I know what it is. It's very hard. Uh, <laughs> it's very hard to learn. It was like, uh, I, I got introduced to it. And then when I learned it, I was like, I still don't know how to play. Is this like blackjack? I'm just going to assume if I hit 15, I win mm-hmm. something. Uh, and that's how I just went about it. Kind of like Villainous. That's like every game I play. I just kind of wing yeah, it. I mean, pretty much. Like, have you ever heard, uh, have you ever ran into a board game that you didn't understand even after you read the directions? Or do you not read the directions? Um, Are you one of those Reading people? the directions is cheating. So, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's for wits. <laughs> Uh, if you're not smart enough to figure it out, no. Uh, I, I have. Mm-hmm. I usually have to read the directions. I'll tell you though, the ga- a game that I have to relearn every single time I open the box is uh, Haunting on the, yeah. the of the House on the Hill or whatever it's called. Oh my god, I have not played. I've not played a lot of games. Just because I make them doesn't mean I actually get you, time to play them it? or have friends that'll play them. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with it? I am. I want to buy it, but I. I I'm kind of familiar with the layout and everything. So here's the thing about that game. And uh, and I don't know if mm-hmm. it, this is unique to me or if other people experience this too, but like in your memory, you can remember the steps and you know how things work and you know there are cards and you put the yeah. house, basically you're, you're building the house on the, uh, or building the board of the house as you play it. And it just keeps getting bigger okay. and bigger and bigger. And at some point there's an event and that event triggers all the other stuff. And you got to basically figure out how to beat the thing that's, triggered in the, in the house but i don't i can never remember the mechanics of that game and i don't know why <laughs> i just i think it's because i play it so seldomly but i can i know yeah. what all the different cards are and all the different effects and there's different stories but the book is just so big like you gotta like flip through the whole it's thing like a, it's like a bible you're just like re- reading pages yeah, of it but it's such a fun I, it, game it sounds like the it sounds like the horror movie uh is it a house on haunted no uh, uh it's not house and haunted hill or maybe it is oh 13 ghosts 13 ghosts it's where they have they have the house and it's got all the ghosts that are locked up in the basement and then people unleash the ghosts i'm going back to google you're going <laughs> you, so it's 13 ghosts 
Okay. It's a old. It's a. I think at ninety three it came out. I'm a horror movie fanatic, so I mean, like, we could do some horror movie trivia, and I got it. This game. This looks terrifying. It is. It gave me nightmares, and that is hard. Uh, actually, yeah. See, <laughs> his face explains it all. Yeah, it's really fucked up. So, um, I believe it's the thirteen ghosts. So it's like. 13 stories and they ha all have like weird horror stories to them and this guy collected them and then invited all these people into the house and these ghosts like unleashed and you had to deal with them and it was just like different types and it was nuts it was so nuts i did find something though that you might be interested in it's hmm. a game called 13 ghosts what? It's a game called 13 Ghosts, and the company's called Artipia Games. It is a... Are... Uh, they are they are not sponsoring this episode, by the way. I do not endorse this product. Yeah. But it is... It's <laughs> a kid's I mean, game. Maybe they need some endorsements, so... <laughs> we, hey, let's reach out to them. Like, let's make them an official partner. Yeah. I mean, like, hell. I'm, I'm looking up 13 Ghosts. Oh, board game. I, I don't know what the hell I spent. I spelled here. Board game enter. Oh, they did. But I wait a we minute. We do not endorse this product. They are not an official sponsor of the Attack from Mars board games. Do not buy their stuff. Yeah, we are not endorsing them. <laughs> <laughs> I like I I I spend most of my time endorsing uh, other games other than my own. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are talking about lifting. That's kind of how I run my company. I know. I, I purposely bankrupt my company by <laughs> telling people, don't buy my games. Buy this other dude's <laughs> game. It's so much funner. Like, <laughs> if you don't want to get drunk, buy this stuff. Oh my god, this is so cool. I also found a game when I looked it up called Ghost Train. Uh, and... 1313 Dead End Drive. All these spooky kind of retro-looking games. I love them. Man, that is so cool. Someone made a game called Alien the Game. Oh, but apparently Artipia Games is based in Athens, Greece. Oh, Is that weird. true? I'm going to be very embarrassed if I'm, like, uh, part of their Twitter and I don't, <laughs> I don't know like yeah no they're totally a european game they're uh no this yeah they're totally european greek yep. oh wow i i'm 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 sorry ahead of time if i'm actually um following you guys and you guys are following me shockingly i have a good european following uh just not so much in america which is weird they should totally <laughs> reach out and partner with you that would be awesome yeah I would love to see and play their game. It's like, uh, was it? I we partnered with Shit for Brains, yes. uh, that quiz party game that we uh, partnered up with. The people actually make fun underwear. It's like in cons everywhere. It's made from like cartoons, so they have like the Golden Girls, but it's like uh, cartoons and it's painted on the butts and the crotches of the underwear it's actually kind of cool See, that's what i'm missing in my uh, life. but they made their first yes you mm -hmm. do i mean it's called period panties but they also make it for dudes not like dudes get their periods <laughs> but i mean you know <laughs> if you did you could, could buy these exactly <laughs> you could <laughs> i mean so 
we got them uh and i'm trying to drop ship a bunch of other games that's our next plan for us is we're gonna try to make a website the tag from our is games website we're trying to do a part where we drop ship other people's games other than our that's own cool. um i mean our whole thing is let's be honest attack from Mars games is not that big and i think it's funny that we advertise other people more than we do ourselves it's not big yet uh yeah soon famous soon. people only get famous because they lifted other people up too that like that is true that is what you want to be known for i just don't want to be up there by myself i want to be in good company you know what yes. i mean I, I I don't want to be there by myself being like, well, this sucks. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I want people who know my crazy, and then they'll like accept me for yep. me. <laughs> I, man, that's such a good that's so, such a good outlook though. Like, don't be successful by yourself. That that's a good that's a yeah. good one. I like that. I always I always think about that even in my day job. Like, I, it's so cool to have your friends and like people you worked with like move up with mm. you. Like. You guys can have manager meetings together and like, you know, you know how to communicate. It's super easy. Mm -hmm. You don't have like a new person up there that doesn't know how it is to be from the ground. Exactly. Up. Like I try to not really mentor as many people as I can. Uh, but apparently I'm, they get inspired by me because I've failed so much, but yet I'm too stupid to quit. But so you know, it's I just funny. keep on going. You know, we were just sitting here talking about how being a thought leader is like, so, you know, no, that doesn't mean anything, but here you yeah. are, like you literally are a thought leader. Like people are coming to you asking you for ideas and, yeah. and uh, insight. They don't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, like, shit. This, yeah. They're like, uh, Hey girl, what's up? Uh, can you help me? And I'm like, Right. No, but uh, I will follow and like you. <laughs> it's all good. I love that. I got your back. So you gave me this idea. I'm stealing your idea now. We're going to do this at the end of every podcast okay. is we're going to do dad jokes. Yes. We're going to do an ending dad joke. I was unprepared, but I'm not going to do my last joke. It was just too stupid because it was like my mom's joke. So I'm going to give you the reins on the dad joke and then i'll go after okay. you <laughs> um let's see let's see let's see uh the last one i told was about a grizzly bear right yes okay and w luckily we're uh, we have the visual uh option for people so they can come back and look at this joke yes. so this is going to be good <laughs> all right so a grizzly bear walks into a bar and he swings the doors open he walks in like beyonce and <laughs> He goes over to the bar, the bartender's cleaning something, maybe a glass or a bottle or whatever bartenders do, and the grizzly bear says, I want a A diet coke, and the bartender's like, "All right, I'll get you a diet coke, but if you don't mind me asking, why the big pause?" Oh my and god! And the grizzly bear says, <laughs> "Well, you see, I'm a grizzly bear." But he's showing his big my pause. Big pause. For, for showing, him, showing her my big pause. 
<laughs> the big pause. It was funnier because uh, last time Kyle had no idea where this was going. He was like in suspense. He's like, I still don't get it. <laughs> Why? Why? Every Why? time I tell that joke, I always say, guys, this is going to be better the second time. If you ever hear this joke again in the, for the rest yes. of your life, you will know that this is the, the punchline and it's going to be that much funnier. And there you go. It is, though. It is way funnier the second time. That's why I was laughing that time. <laughs> the first time I was a Kyle, I was just sitting there like, what? <laughs> oh, pause. Big He's got pause. big pause. I get it Why now. the big pause? Well, you yeah. see it on the grizzly bear. <laughs> oh, okay, God. So let's hear your dungeon. So, okay. So I looked this one up. I'm not going to lie. I cheated. But I have heard this one before, and I love okay. it. So... I bought some shoes today from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced them with, but I've been tripping all day. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Did your head hurt from how awesome it yes, was? That is actually the uh, experience I am having right now. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's about to explode. That's how funny it was. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, I want to thank you for being on our podcast the second time Absolutely. around. This time we recorded correctly, I'm hoping. Uh, but I will put your information. Bookshot Media will be attached to our video. Uh, did you want to give us the website so everyone yeah, knows? Yeah, so you can find uh, you can basically find Bookshot Media on all social media platforms for the like for the most part, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Mm -hmm. But if you want to go to my website, uh, BookshotMedia.com, you can find all the programs there. Uh, if you don't feel like becoming a patron every month to like listen to the after show and stuff, you can just get the 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 show for ninety nine cents. Like, Boom. yeah, you can do it that way. Boom. Um, otherwise, I'm telling you though, I, the ten dollars is gonna be worth it. Oh, it's for gonna... sure. No, you should totally like listen. Okay. Yeah. God bless America. It, like the kickbacks <laughs> that we put together on Discord, we are on there. Yeah. And it is it is a riot. We have, um, it you is. know, let's, dr I'm going to name drop real fast. Uh, my friend, Banana yeah. Boat 333, um, <laughs> she is on there. Best name on earth. Now, she's not going to disclose anything to you. However, if yeah. you're interested, you could meet her, like, through Discord. I'm told, and I'm totally volunteering her. Like, she's been voluntold. Yeah. Um, but she works for Naughty Dog. And every yeah. now and then, she kind of, like gives us a little uh this is kind of what i do for a living and she's not going to give yeah. you any details we did we we did get some like sneak peeks last time we talked also ironically we are somehow connected to the old nightclub yeah. i used to manage the, the, the stories <laughs> me and kyle used to yeah it's such a small it's you know what it's chicago i'm originally from chicago and it's the biggest smallest town you could imagine and that's why she like banana boats all the way in california i've never even met this person in my entire life we started talking about the old bar nightclub me and kyle used to work at and she ironically used to live above mm -hmm. it like <laughs> well and you know so like in that in that same channel we've got um kyle's in there you're in there jeff and jocelyn are mm -hmm. in there my girlfriend comes to hang yes. out and it, yeah <laughs> none of, and obviously none of us are like uh here to you know have a bad time so 
we're all adults. We yeah. all hang out and we're doing adult things, exactly. like having a good time. But I highly recommend <laughs> getting on board. And oh, and uh, it, Liz, it thanks for letting me immortalize the Wahoo board. Oh yeah, I mean that thing is incredible. I mean, I I might have to bribe you for like tell your uncle to get on board and like just make me a copy. <laughs> like I will pay for it. If it takes a year, it's just the same as like doing a Kickstarter. You don't get that game for about two years anyways. Yeah. So there you go. Same thing. That. But I mean, thank you for being on. This was super Absolutely. fun. Thank you for having as me. As usual.